Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Adjacent. You're listening to the Sports Adjacent. Okay, I like that. I just learned something new today. Adjacent. With Jason Leisure and Russell Dorsey on the House of L Network. We're doing everything I dreamed of as an adjacent. Campy is our food expert. And I'm not saying that to, to tease in any way. You do a podcast about this. Yeah. So I was thinking about this the other day because I saw at LAX now they have Jimmy John. I mean, uh, Jersey Mike's. Ooh, nice. There's a big, big difference between the two for me. Jersey Mike's yes. is very, very, very good. It is. And I was thinking, what are the what are the meals that are like $10 or less that you would say are actually legitimately good food? Like you're getting a deal. You're getting this for $10. Like that's a really good dinner for 10 bucks. I think especially if you're getting a cold sub, just like a regular size Jersey Mike sub, it like bumps right up against that $10, but the amount of meat you get on that sandwich is legit. Like, yes. Uh, so like, that's the thing is like, there's a whole you, list of words you can't say on this show. And, um, meat, meat is one of them. Is well, one of them. It's fair. It's unavoidable. Unavoidable. It really yeah. is. Even if but, you're referring to a meeting, like I'm going to meet someone, you will probably get met with. Whoa. Yo. Yep. Yeah. And that's not, that's without even Tony being here, right? Well, I mean, I can't say that I'm above it either. Right. So yeah, I'm sorry, we didn't is, mean to interrupt you from the meat in your mouth. Go ahead. Well, thank you. We have to well have to have our priorities, but Jersey Mike's is like up the game enough and kept the prices low enough to where Subway mm-hmm. has to at least put the facade forward that they are like, you know, they're taking care of they're <laughs> taking care of their meat the same We're- way Jersey Mike's does. We're actually carving the meat in the right. store, yeah, as opposed to bet- packets of meat from r- random places. I feel like at Subway, that's probably just like a prop meat slicer. Yes. See? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, look at this, huh? They even have like the little ketchup packets back there every once in a while, so you can be like, "Oh, somebody's oh, no. first day." Yeah, really selling it. <laughs> that's probably that- that's a main one. There's, and then it's just how you manipulate value menus at different places is key because. Remember when the value menu used to be called the dollar menu at any of these places and that at least they've dropped that charade to where now it's just a value menu, but then you get stuck with one location versus another is one, a corporate franchise versus a private one. And where that matters most is those value menu items. Cause I've had like the, uh, the double stack from Wendy's 
that could be at least a 50 cent price difference based on which location you go to. And when you're talking about items that should be that cheap to where you can get multiple of them under 10 bucks, that matters. So what's the sandwich hierarchy? Like you have Jersey Mike's, mm-hmm. you have Subway that is kind of, you know, taking its, it, it, a turn after not only Jared for, you know, on and off the field stuff, but, you know, it seemed like in the 90s and early thousands, Subway was like the standard. Then yes. you get these young punks like Jimmy John's that come into the mix, mm-hmm. Jersey Mike's, Firehouse Subs, which I have an affinity for, and Potbelly. Shout out mm-hmm. to Potbellies. Yep. Um, what's the ranking there for you, Campy? You got Quiznos. You got Quiz- uh, if you can find a Quiznos. Quiz- Quiznos, Quiznos sh- is definitely fall off too. Okay, See, give us like a priority list, Campy. If we're driving around and we want all are available, we want okay. a sub sandwich. Like, and you, Russ, are you a sub sandwich guy? Not a ton, but like, okay. if there's a firehouse or a pot belly, I can get something where I'm like satisfied. Okay, and you get so like what? You get what usually? I'm gonna give Campy some time to think here about his power. Um, rating. like pot belly, they have this chicken bacon ranch sandwich that's really good. I just swap out the right. uh ranch for mayo, uh, and then at firehouse they have this like. It's called the New York Steamer, which is like pastrami. Yo. You know, it's 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 a it's a, wild, it's a, it's a that absolutely wild, sounds like it's, it's something sexual. Wild name for a sandwich, but it's like pastrami uh, on a roll with provolone cheese, and it's it's really good. Okay. Okay. So, assuming every place is available, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going Jersey Mike's one. Quiznos two, Firehouse three. Then there's a teardrop, and then actually no, I I forgot about Potbelly. Uh, Potbelly four only because their bread just destroys the roof of your mouth if you're not yeah, careful. Yeah, cuts you up. It does. It does. Yeah. He's right. It's like it's like the Captain Crunch of sandwich places. Yes, what do you it, mean? Yes, exactly? It absolutely I, I, is. I'm not so, sure the last time I've been to one of those. So a pot belly, you said. I haven't. Mm-hmm. I know what it so is, the, and I've been to it, but I don't know the last time it's been. Especially so when, you, when you toast bread. the bread. Especially when you toast yes. the bread. It's like it's a harder bread that like it's really good for a sandwich because it holds everything. It doesn't get soggy. Yeah. But especially after they toast it and you start eating, it'll like it's very crusty. Up. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So you finish eating it and you're all like, "Ugh, man." Yeah, Not every you, time. You don't watch. If you don't watch your bite. Okay. All right. Yeah, and then and then you have your tear. Uh, the other thing, I have a theory. Part and it's also part of the reason the pot belly cookies are delicious. They have to make them. There has to be a soft cookie because after you've had your sandwich and torn up your mouth, you yes. still want the cookie. Yes. And their cookies are delicious. They're yes. very soft. So Okay. Yeah, so sometimes I'll go there for the facade of really wanting the sandwich when really all I want is their sugar cookie. Mm. But, you know, if at that place you're jonesing for one thing, then all subs are just going to kind of be the same until you get the thing that you really want. Uh, uh, Jimmy John's 5 and Subway 6. Okay. So, that yeah, that's probably my power rankings. I I think we're fairly aligned. The, the wild card I would throw in there that only applies in some parts of the country is if you can get to the deli counter at a Publix grocery store. Ah, the old pups up. Which is like in the southeast predominantly. 
that will beat any of them. That's okay. like that's and that's like you know how the NFL stadiums are where they all cost all the new ones cost like about two billion dollars, but SoFi costs six. Yeah. So it's like you that you're not even gonna be able to try to compete with that. That's kind of like where the pub sub comes in. Low key one, because I know you guys have both been to the score studios in the loop. There's the grocery store on Stetson uh, called Bockwinkles, and they have like boar's head meat, and they always have like a different sub, okay. like sandwich special each yeah. day. So if there's ever times where you guys end up going in, uh, going in studio, like Bockwinkles is, is a good hit. It's another one where it's like grocery store as well. It's like a true corner store, but they actually have really good food at the deli. I'm a very yeah, yeah. That's what they have at Publix too. I'm a very picky eater, Russ. In general, still, I've gotten better, but like I can't. I'm not going to be able to eat a sandwich with mayo on it or mustard on it, Mm -hmm. uh, things like that. And before you could order food on apps, so like ten years ago or whatever, before that was really prevalent, and now it's the only way I order food, especially as a picky eater. I want to be able to punch in all the specifics so that I don't have to rely on, did somebody hear me right or something? Um, when you have to, when I would have to order at the counter, the thing I hated at any of these sub places, Subway, uh, Publix, wherever, is when they go to cut your sandwich, they use the knife that they just did the previous person's sandwich with. And this thing is just glopped with mayonnaise and mustard or whatever. And it's like, I, I got, I eventually got to a point where I got so many dirty looks for asking them like, Hey, do you mind using a clean knife for my sandwich? Apparently that's a big ask at Subway or one of these places um, that I just started lying and saying I was allergic to things. <laughs> I just, I started using that to make me feel better and say, yeah, can you use a clean knife? Just not, not because you're being um, lazy and glopping other people's food all over my food, but I, I'm allergic to mayonnaise and mustard actually. I don't even know if you can be allergic to those things. You can be allergic to everything. How the is problem that- is if you get a follow-up question. If you're like, oh, I'm I'm sorry. How long have you sure. been like? Oh, like, oh, I don't remember. Um, like 10 minutes. Yeah, since I walked <laughs> to the store, I would say. How is it that Jason and I are anti-mayo and Russ is the pro-mayo guy? I think anti-mayo is wild. Like, what? What are you just eating dry-ass sandwiches? No. Like, I like uh, Jason is. I like olive oil on it brother that gives it something so at quiznos if if i were to get their uh their italian sub they put on i think it's just like italian dressing essentially and that works just fine otherwise like jersey mike's they have the mike's way thing so you get you know you get the vinegar oil that type of deal here for that other than that if i'm just like making a sandwich at home mustard's good by me just give me some yellow mustard and i'm solid Russ can't Jason, go what do you put this. on? A, is... What are you? What are you putting on a, a ham? Just a ham and cheese sandwich. Uh, that's plain. Yeah, that's gonna be plain. Jeez. Ham, cheese, bun. I would toast that. I would toast that up. Make it even drier. Yeah, I man, just want some dry <laughs> sandwich. No sandwich <laughs> lubricant. Just, ugh. My my I'm, usual. I'm disgusted by that. I can see that you're like it'd be like eating a brick of clay to you. I can, see, well. I can see you kind of you're like I like that you try though because like I love your empathy where you're like all right I'm not gonna criticize this first 
I'm going to try to put myself in the oh, shoes. Yeah? What would it be like to trying it? to eat this? No, I can't do it. Nope. I cannot nope. eat Play-Doh for a sandwich. Nope. I, my normal my normal sandwich I get, like at Jersey Mike's, is going to be like turkey and provolone with lettuce and onions and banana peppers and olive oil. So I will grant you it's a little on the dry side compared to like a sandwich that's got something creamy on it like mayo or ranch or barbecue sauce. But it's got some olive oil in there and the meat is juicy and the vegetables are juicy. Like it's not as dry as it sounds. It's not like a big, you know, brick of sand. Jesus, brother. I hate that. <laughs> I hate that for you. Well, but you don't have to eat that. We could go we could both go to one of these places and order different things. <laughs> get separate sandwiches. I get that. It's just Yeah, but I'd be like, can you clean the knife off before you cut mine after you did Russ's? Or would you make sure to get in line before Russ yeah, so that you wouldn't have to first. deal with that? <laughs> just get yours made first. I, I, I don't care that, about the knife thing. I've done that before with my wife. Well. My, but my wife knows why. My wife knows it's like, I'm not tricking her. I'm like, hey, let me order in front of you because you know why, obviously. I'm the man. No. No, because <laughs> you're saying it's going to be gross. You're saying it's going to be nasty. What, what does Ashley put on it? Because I know she's a, a real human being. Ev- everything. Show. I mean, everything. Like, every vegetable imaginable. She's good with mayo and red vinegar and everything. Everything. Yeah. yeah. She's not a picky eater. That's one of the challenges in our house is I'm Love a picky. That. I'm a picky eater, but I've gotten better, but not better enough. No, she sounds like an adult. You sound like one of your children. A little bit. You must yeah, eat chicken tenders bit. too. Well, everybody eats chicken tenders. Chickety tenders. Chickety tenders. <laughs> that's that's Tony uh ordering at a an Applebee's or whatever. Like that's how we would order. What was his other thing? Chicken tendies, yeah. Chicken tendies, yeah. Give me some chicken tendies. I'll take an order of those chicken tendies. See, the, the thing now with with the kid is now, well, obviously not quite yet. Going to have to wait a minute. However, can say that for the kid. Like like how some people will speak like they're their dogs, like the conversation, that type of thing. You can just do that with your kid before the kid can speak for themselves. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, then he'll have to clean that up later and be like, well, I meant those are for me, actually. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Tony uh, Gill, like, by the way, for, for those of you listening, Tony Gill did have his baby. Stephanie and Tony had their beautiful baby. And uh, we at some point will hear from Tony about that. It's not going to be this week, but um, everything's good there. I know that a lot of people that listen to the show really care about Tony and want to know about that. So uh, everything's going great there. Baby looks good. Mom's doing well. Here's my thing, Jason. You go to some of the finest establishments in this US of A and, and mm-hmm. even globally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yet the thing that stops you in your tracks is the little mayo. Yeah, I can't eat that. There's like things I don't like as much, but then there's things I just cannot eat. And it's like mayo, yogurt, peanut butter. Like, I don't know what would happen if I had to eat mayo to survive. Obviously, I think I would be able to do it because I'd want to live. I can't guarantee that from where I sit right now. You have to have something like that. You have to have something where you're like, I cannot eat this. I cannot eat this. The only thing that I have where it's just like, never, outside of Chitlins, and we've had that conversation on, on the show, like, it, it just, they, should, they shouldn't let people buy those to eat, um, <laughs> is, is uh, honestly enough guac. 
Um, avocado in general or just guac? Oh, avocado too. I don't like avocado. Okay. All right. So anything with avocado. And that obviously yeah. is. My, uh, my daughter, for some reason, Grace, when she was little, she was mishearing it. And she thought it was broccoli. And assuming it was made out of steamed broccoli. <laughs> um, so that all made sense. That all fit together in her head. Well, that's why it's called broccoli is because it's made out of broccoli. Got that on to the next thing. Um, but Grace, I learned more recently, was so smug, even as a five-year-old, that when she heard other kids pronouncing it correctly, guacamole, she would say to herself, like, it's okay. They'll learn eventually. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I guess that's I'm the house the, I live in, man. That's what the kids are like in my house. I guess I'm the really picky one because I'm with Jason on hating peanut butter and I'm with Russ on hating guacamole. Yeah, I mean, you limit your options. Like Russ said, you go to great restaurants and you're like, mm, there's like nothing on this menu that works for mm-hmm. me if you get mm-hmm. too picky. Yep. But I mean, I feel like I've gotten better. Like there's things I'll eat now that I would have never touched when I was a kid, but I'm not, I'm not fully there. And at 40, I mean, I don't think if I'm not there now, that I'm not going to yeah, I think I had my chance. I, I would love, it would be great content if you just said, you know what, for 41, I want to open up and not be like this for the rest of my life. How would I do that though, Russ? How would I just make myself eat a peanut butter and mayo sandwich and be like, this is good. Jason, not throw up. Out. Jason, stop it. You're doing that thing that you do because ain't nobody in on God's green earth eating no peanut butter and mayo sandwich. Just stop right there. Oh, look how picky you are. There was one time <laughs> I, this was like this was like 20 years ago. I was really like young in my career. And uh one of my bosses was talking to me like in the morning about like the plan for the day or for the week or whatever. Peanut butter bread. He was eating a thing of yogurt while he was talking to me. And I finally like couldn't take it anymore. He was like halfway through the yogurt. And I was like, I got to I got to come back when you finish the yogurt. I can't, <laughs> I can't keep having this conversation while you're eating the yogurt. Was there a sound yogurt, with it? yogurt? Yogurt doesn't have a smell, brother. Just seeing it and hearing it, you know, just seeing this brother down yogurt. You're just like, oh, I can't. I'm like, yeah, I got to I got to come back. I'm feeling queasy. Like, give me like, give me like five minutes while you finish. You're one thousand percent eight years old. <laughs> like that. I don't, I don't understand how that bothers you seeing somebody eat a yogurt, bro. And I'm, I'm trying. Like you said, I'm really trying. But like this action, you eat ice cream. It's a very similar motion. No, no, no. That's not the same at all. Can't be. Come on. The motion I, is the same. The, can't be. The, well, motion, the motion. Is the same. Yeah, it's the, the same yeah. muscle. The same motion. Muscle, right? The motion is similar, however, not exactly the same. I mean, I'm not anti yogurt, but you can't be, can, don't don't do this because you're 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 in a what? guest in our home. You are a cousin, but like you're don't do that. Like kill that man. For, like that's crazy. <laughs> we can't watch somebody eat a yogurt. Like it's it doesn't smell if, or anything. The dude's not drooling yogurt smell. out. Of yogurt it does smell. I don't. I don't know that it smells. Now, the only thing I will say is that yogurt is a food that lends itself to if someone eats weird, it can accentuate the weird eating, but it's not necessarily the yogurt in and of itself. It's the person that's eating the yogurt. Russ, are you ever like, are you like ever in a press box or a media center or anywhere where they're serving food 
and you're sitting next to someone that's eating whatever the food was and they're just eating it a little too aggressively. Like it's just a little, I, Whoa, it's a little it too much. Nowhere. It's a little too much noise. I gotta either like put the the, the noise canceling headphones in or move away while you mm-hmm. finish that mm-hmm. meatball sub. Yes. <laughs> Let's start the show. Welcome to Sports with Jason. I'm Jason Leisure. My co-host Russ Dorsey. We're not even through like the pre-show meeting, and he's shaking his head at me. Sad. I'm here with and we got old Jason Leisure. We got Rick Camp in. Maybe twelve year old. Recamp, been on the day. Okay, all right. Well, we can't all be you. Uh, Rick Camp in for Tony Gill, who, uh, as I mentioned, is doing very well with his family and his new baby, and we'll hear from him at some point. And uh, the new father, Tony Gill, even though he's not here this week, he is sponsored by Sheets and Giggles. You can go to our link, sheetsgiggles.com slash SA, and automatically get 23% off everything. That includes the flannel sheets, the sheet set, the pillow, comforter, duvet, heavy throw throw blanket. A lot of good stuff on there. It all looks good, and it all feels good. Really super soft material, really high quality. I've had the same two sets of the sheet set since whenever we started doing this, like a year and a half ago. Russ? Or more, maybe probably more. It probably been with Sheets and Giggles longer at this point. Yeah, and like the, you wouldn't know any difference in it now versus when I took it out of the package. Like it's 1, still percent. perfect. One thousand percent. I and I I have more sets of it than you do, um, because as we've established, you don't change your your sheets as often. I change them probably like every two weeks, which I think you've told me before is not often enough. Right. Right. Um, okay. Yeah, I probably have five-ish sets. Um, oh, okay. Just because, you know, I'm feeling this color this week. Yeah, and you're balling, yeah. <laughs> no, they are very affordable, especially because you can use the promo code. 23% off is really good. And again, this is early November. I tell you guys this all the time this time of year. You could knock out your holiday shopping so easily right now. With a gift, I'm always thinking of this is not a bit, this is not an ad read. I'm always struggling to think of like, what does my wife want? What does my brother want? What do my parents want? Like, like, what do I get them that they don't already have? Because one of the tough things about buying gifts for grownups is that they don't need them. They already just, if they want something, they just get it. Usually there's nothing where my dad is sitting there. Like I was as a kid being like, the only way I'm getting this Nintendo is if I get it for Christmas, just hoping. Just hoping like my dad wants something. He goes and gets it, but they wouldn't think to get the sheet set, for example. And they're going to be blown away by it. When you get it for them, you can get a great deal on it. You can get it now and just be done with it. And December is going to roll around and all of us are going to be like scrambling, trying to find gifts. And you're going to be like, I took care of that in November. Sheetsgiggles.com slash SA 23% off. No problem. Uh, You can't buy somebody a gift here, but you can have a lot of fun over at BetMGM. Go to betmgm.com or download the BetMGM app and use our promo code ADJACENT1000 to get this offer. Your first bet gets paid back in free betting credits up to $1,500. You can bet on anything, NFL, NBA, college football, futures, bet on all kinds of stuff over at BetMGM. Use our promo code ADJACENT1000. They'll pay you back your first bet up to $1,500 in future betting credits if you don't win. If you do win, cool. Nice job. BetMGM. The king 
of sports books. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Guys, we, uh, we were blessed with something this week. And I didn't think this was something that the streets asked for because they didn't. I, I would know. Uh, or anybody else for that matter. <laughs> I would One, know. I would have. I would have heard. I, I would have heard. Streets would have told me. <laughs> it would have uh, been on the email. You guys like to say, right. yeah, "I'm on the email chain. I'm on the listserv for the streets." <laughs> would have been on the group text, right? With the um, streets, or the Tony sometimes calls it the screets. The screets, yeah. Same, That's same, same. Um, okay. tomato, tomato. I can Noted say both. Rat, or... Sure, sure. Whatever okay. makes you happy. Um, hasn't moved over to Discord yet. You no, know, it was Reddit streets too. Reddit, Discord. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. There's they a lot of know. streets. Yo, yeah, Reddit does streets. Reddit be knowing first on a lot of things too. It's true. Shout out to Reddit. <laughs> um legendary rapper Flavor Flav. Uh I didn't know Flav sang, or in this case, attempted to sing. Yeah, I don't uh, think he does. He, he 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 was the person that was selected by the Milwaukee Bucks to sing the national anthem. And boy, I thought that Fergie. And Carl Lewis would stand alone as the worst national anthems I had ever heard professionally. But we have a new contender for this. It is it is one flavor flav can't be playing for the people. And the rock is red flair, the bumpers.
you haven't crashed your car from laughter. That was loud. Uh, this this was from one Flavor Flav after his performance. He said, "I consider quote I consider this one thing that I knocked off my bucket list. Once it's, it was said and done, I said to myself, you finally did something that you always wanted to do, and you did a great job. <laughs> you accomplished it." He later went on to say uh, how they he ended up doing this. He said, I, I got with president of the Milwaukee Bucks, Peter Feagan, and I asked him, can I sing the national anthem one day at a game? And he said, send me a video of you doing it. And I sent it to him a video of me doing it. They liked it, and they gave me the invitation and the opportunity. So I jumped on it, man. I jumped on it and knocked it out of the box. And it was fun, and it was great, and I had a good time. So for a long time this week, before I just read that, I thought that the Bucks just said, you know what? Fuck it. Flavor Flav coming to do the anthem. It's going to be great for content. Yeah, you said clicks, great engagement. You phrased it as he got picked originally. Yeah. The, he I asked he the president. He, he asked them. the president of the Bucks who <laughs> said, send me a video. And they liked it. So when, I, would he have, when would he have been hanging out with the president of the Bucks? When would that That's have a great been? question. But let's just say that that happened because they both just incidentally were eating at Applebee's or whatever. Russ, when Flav says, can I sing the national anthem? And the team president of this billion dollar organization or whatever it is says, uh, uh, why don't you send me a video of you doing it? Is he trying to blow him off in that instance? Is he trying to be like, uh, yeah, yeah, send me a video and we'll get back to you. Here's why. It's or, not or is he that. serious? Because they responded. If you're just blowing him off, you you let him send the video and you would never respond. But they responded and liked it. I feel like he would have said that and been like, yeah, send me a video. And then Flav's like, okay, give me your number. And the guy's like, oh, uh, okay. I agree with Russ more because I think they wanted him to feel like he earned it more than just being given it. So like, sure, send, you know, send a sample of it over. I wonder... Did they even actually listen to it or just make sure the email came in with an attachment and that was it? And then it's like, okay, we're good. I thought this was presented online on Twitter and the internet and whatever as like it was going to be just laughable. I don't think it was that bad. It wasn't good, but it wasn't like, like Fergie's was terrible at the all-star game. That was awful. I mean, there's players like trying not to laugh during that. She's like taking a whole weird twist on it. Like Flava Flav, it's kind of like when your kids sing when they're little and you're like, yeah, that was that was really good. You sound just like Mariah it was, Carey. It was very close to Carl Lewis, though. And that's not I don't think he be. was that bad. I think he was just average. Do you think it's maybe because you're a very good singer that you're thinking that? I think it's because I have a high bar for, for that. Like one for, I for think an NBA un- for an NBA for an NBA national anthem. There's like I fifty think, of them a year. I don't. I think you should be a, like the the bar for that is you should be able to sing. Okay, so you what you're saying is there's like a fairness issue. Like you want that to go to some high school kid who is actually a good singer. That's there are it? hundreds of people that aren't Grammy right, nominated that do a great that. job. Also, I think it's unnecessary that we do those at every fucking sporting event. But that's neither here nor there. The last thing I'll say is I was at game one of the World Series in Arlington and her sang the national anthem crushed last year in Philly. I heard Jasmine Sullivan sing it. One of the best renditions I've ever heard. So my bar just as a fan of music, a vocal talent is so freaking high. If I got to listen to this thing 
before every sporting event, you better be good. Okay. I hear you on that, but I would say like a baseball season of 80 home games or a basketball season of 40 home games, you can let Flava Flav have one of them. No, you can't. I still don't think he was that awful. I think he was just kind of average. He just sang like an average person would sing it. You can tell he knows what makes a good rendition because he attempted those things. He's going for it. He's it like, got, yeah, I know what this should And it got like. good to him at the end because he, he said, no, nah, I'm going to put a little stank on it. Right. Yeah. He, uh, now, now, my anthem hot take, just keep it to instrumentals. It's very tough to have someone that does an instrumental that is worthy of getting to do it at a game that totally blows it. An under, yeah, an underrated version of the national anthem is when you have the person that, like plays the guitar. Sounds really yeah. good. Like it's I've great. Heard it on, I've heard it on a guitar, violin, harmonica, saxophone is always a good yeah, one. They all sound great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I just don't think you can have somebody who is not known as a singer to do the national. Like the only person that works for is Queen Latifah because she can like actually sing. Like if we don't know you in the space for that, like you, this is not the place to like try it out. <laughs> this is not the audition. Are we not giving Roseanne the Just Do as the worst anthem or one of the worst anthems of all time? I'm not even sure I know that. Like Roseanne Barr? Yeah, she. It was much more screaming than singing. I don't. Remember. I don't know if she ever admitted like that being the bit of it, or if that's what she thought singing was. But I mean, when I think horrible anthems, it's like. The podium in some order is Fergie, Carl Lewis, and Roseanne. Carl Lewis yeah, not, is so bad. Not Flavor Flav, he's okay. Carl Lewis is so bad, he said, uh-oh, during the middle. Yeah, when you, when you have to apologize <laughs> mid-event, that's not bad. great. It is bad. He said, uh-oh. <laughs> like, oh like, you're, like, like you're wearing a pair of khakis hey. and you have a bathroom can accident. We, you're like, oh, can, uh-oh, you find uh-oh. The Carl, can you find the Carl Lewis version, please, and play that? Because that is, it's horrible. But hilarious. Like, I enjoyed that one way better than Fergie's. Fergie's was sad to me because I know Fergie can sing. And that's going to follow her for the remainder of her life. Yes. I came around big time on the Flavor Flav thing because I saw the headline. I saw the tweets. And my first reaction was like, why, why is anybody letting him do this? Why is anybody? I mean, I like flavor flavor is at a point where I always, the first thing I think of is flavor of love, not his music. I'm like, who's letting him sing the national anthem? And he's like 60 now, 60 plus. I think, I don't think, I don't think this is really for him. And then I saw him sing it and I was like, look how happy he looks. Look how into it he is. It's not awful i don't think if i had to go one to ten it was like a four that's three, exactly four. where i would put it a four let's go let's stay with four before you waver down to three four four is like average <laughs> it's like a normal person like a normal person off the street is gonna sing is gonna be at a four five six something like that someone who's like sung before like you or has been in their choir or whatever maybe more in the like six to eight range. And then professional singers would be like nine and 10. I don't think Flav was like abysmal. I don't think he was bad. And then I read the quotes, like not only seeing him sing it, seeing how happy he looked and hearing him do kind of whatever. Okay. And then reading the quotes afterward, like this meant a lot to him. I kind of came around completely on this and was like, I was happy about it, Russ. The meant a lot to him part. 
I give you that, but it was nah. on his bucket list, and he's got the power to make it happen. Yeah, I mean, and he fair. did it. I do like him. I do like him <laughs> recounting this to to Yahoo News and saying, and I walked out of there and I was like. You did it. You did a great did job. A great job. Like, I'm gonna start telling myself <laughs> all the time. That's good self talk right you know there. What? He doesn't you care. Great he job. doesn't care. He doesn't care that we're talking about it on a podcast or that like you know the team. You could see. I didn't see any of the players doing it, but you could see like some team staff, like a trainer or somebody in the background, kind of smirking mm-hmm. or whatever. It was a smart. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. He had a great time, and you know what? According to him, he did a great job. I like that. You got Carl Lewis. You find Carl Lewis. Let's see if this one goes. Okay. It looks like it doesn't. It's not happening. You either have to get it to play or you have to reenact it, Campy. Oh, man. So you didn't um, hear that? No. No, you would have, oh. wouldn't you have noticed us reacting? Well, you were making faces, so. No, no. <laughs> that, that was at you. Well, that was at you for not having the clip ready. No, I, I, I put it on him last minute and said, Campy, could you find Carl Lewis? If you find it at any point. Yeah. Yes. We will in, we will interrupt what we're talking God, about yes. Halloween candy and we'll say stop okay. everything. Yes. One thousand like time. Lewis. Okay. It's Carl Lewis time. Okay. I'm so excited for this. I I think it's, it's gonna okay. be like it's gonna be like everything's fine, but for Carl Lewis. Do you want to start making that a recurring segment? <laughs> yeah. Instead of talking about the Bears. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Carl Lewis is yeah. edition of the National Anthem. Yes, would enjoy it so much more. Oh man! Instead of being called "Everything's Fine," that segment will just be called "Uh oh, uh oh." Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do want to show respect, like for our country and for the flag and for the anthem and everything. But I also think you got eighty-one home games or forty-one home games. Like a couple of the anthems can be a little goofier. It can be and I'm lucky Flav gets out there and belts it out in sunglasses. I'm lucky. Because back back when now, like as a national guy, where I'm not, I don't have to be at everything. Back when I was on the beat, I'm listening to that thing like 130 times a year. Yeah, not including the postseason. There's definitely some that are better than others. I I think Flavor Flav did okay. I'm I'm standing by that he did okay, and he was happy, and the people were happy, and the Bucks were happy. Like this is a win all around. He also pointed out uh, in that interview. I think we we probably read the same interview. That uh, he didn't get any of the words wrong, which that's a problem too. Sometimes people forget the words or they repeat a line, or so I think Flav nailed it. It was three minutes. That's about right. It's about the about as long as that should normally take. I think he was on it. I think it was a little, it was a little longer than three minutes. Seems like a long time, but maybe I, I don't. I'm not sitting there counting. I. It's one of those things you can just kind of feel. Like, does this feel long? Like it's dragging. Yeah. Yeah, does this feel like we maybe could sing this a little quicker? Yeah. Like the Fergie one. I got it. <gasps> yes. <laughs> it's like Christmas morning for us. It is. Are we ready? It's always good to be back in Jersey. How about them Nets? Wait a minute, I didn't hear any food here. All right, are we all ready? Here we go. What so proudly 
something all right so a couple of things with carl it actually didn't start that bad no i i was i was kind of like trying to remember like where does it go sideways on him because this sounds all right although it did did, russ it did begin with a speech i would say uh that's not a that's not a trait of great national anthem performances that it begins with a speech no don't talk start singing it was this is the biggest part for me that brother did that in front of michael jordan the Nets were playing the Bulls. <laughs> you did that in front of the greatest player we've ever seen. That's that was crazy. like that was like early '90s. I mean, he probably thought he was going to be safe on that. He's like, ah, they'll show this on TV for a day. It'll be over. This was like pre-YouTube, pre-social media. But no, we've got the clip still from 40, 30, oh 40 years ago. Gosh, I'll um, make up for it. Yeah, that's another <laughs> thing that all great. All great national anthems have is um, oh an apology and, and an IOU in the middle. And don't worry, guys. I'll get this. Stay here. It'll be worth it. The, 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 there's no – the signature part of that, though, is the uh-oh. Like, uh-oh. It's like he's a pilot and the engine just went out midair and he's like, uh-oh. Oh, it did. Uh-oh. It's a rocket. Uh-oh. It was like he knew. But Russ, like to your point, it started out great. It, started it was going out- really great. And then he kind of, when he got to like peak altitude, it was, it, it, uh-oh. So here's the thing that happened to Carl. It was a combination of nerves. Because when you get nervous when you're singing, you lose all sense of key, pitch, all that goes out the window and your voice starts quivering. And mm-hmm. also when you lose that, okay, where am I? Because you're nervous. You're just like, I'm just going to find something. Also, you're not singing in your range. Carl started, he he wanted to hit some high notes. That's not your range, Carl. Shouldn't be doing that. But also back to think... my point with Flav, Carl Lewis, really? You chose Carl Lewis to sing this? Well, he probably had a good audition though, because that started out really good. That started out sounding like professional singing. Don't you think? I, I guess. 
I mean, he didn't his, know his voice was going to give out. Uh-oh. He started out actually better than Flaves and finished worse than Flaves, which is the funny thing. Yeah. I would say it's not good if at some point during the song you're like, oh, uh, don't worry, I'll fix this. And then you don't. They did not fix it. No. Then there's no fixing. Nothing was Bad fixed. enough that you had to like interrupt for an IOU, but then you couldn't deliver on it. See, I don't think Flaves is going to be memorable in any way like this. Flaves is going to be like a one day, people kind of laugh at it. He'll be happy about it the rest of his life. And no one's going to be talking about it on a podcast 30 years from now. The low key funny part is at the very end when he's like trying to hold that little waiver he's doing at the end. And the PA we're doing, guy we're talking Flav or uh, Carl sorry, Lewis. Carl Lewis. Okay. Is Carl Lewis is still doing the. Hey, and the PA guy just goes, Carl Lewis. Yeah, that's <laughs> done. Yeah. He's, he's trying no. to give him the audio hook. Yeah. <laughs> just like land the plane, my friend. Carl Lewis. Get your Uh-oh. ass off the stage. Oh my gosh. That will never not be funny to me. Like, I might have us cut the uh oh and uh, just start having Campy and Tone drop that throughout the show. Uh oh. <laughs> that's like that's like what goes off in your head when you're on the radio or on TV or something and you kind of started a sentence but then forgot. Yep. The point you were making. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> I'll make up for it. No, you will not, Carl. Campy, you got some Halloween rankings, Halloween candy rankings since uh, we had that this week. Is there like a must get for you? There was. I, I did not go with my kids because I had to work. My wife took them and I, it was reported back to me later that there was a house where an older person was handing out um, clementines, like the little bit tiny oranges. That's that's unfortunate. What, what's jackpot, Campy? What are you looking for out there? I mean, for me, the best is your standards, which is like a crunch bar. A uh, hundred grand is my personal favorite. I know mm, it's not yes. quite as popular, but it is fantastic. So that's that's great for me. Of the like things you more just see around Halloween, I know these can be very hit or miss for people. I'm here for the flavored Tootsie Rolls, like the vanilla oh, Tootsie those. Roll. Yeah, the the lime. lemon. Yeah. yeah, the lemon and the lime are really good. Russ, uh, do you not know what that is, or do you not like them? Which ones? I'm trying to read your face. The uh, fruit-flavored Tootsie Rolls. It's like orange, oh, cherry. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I'm cool with those. I like, I like the vanilla ones of those. Yes. Those are good. Yeah, those, those are the best, those ones, are the yeah. best of the non-chocolate variety. Yes. Yeah. I'm not a big hard candy person, but if you give me a caramel apple pop, I will love you forever. Those are good. Those are good. They're fantastic. I, I think I'm looking for, like, uh, Twix bar. Mm-hmm. Love that. Cookies and cream candy bar, the Hershey's cookies and cream. Absolutely. I'm a white chocolate guy. Uh, and the hundred grand. I do. I love the hundred grand. That's what I'm looking for in my kids stuff yesterday. My kids come home uh, from doing this or I get home and they've already been home, I guess. And one of them's got just like a bin of candy. And the other ones, I took an actual pillowcase out like old school, like the way they did it when I was a kid. And they get just got a sack of candy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I'm like, hey, which of this, uh, where's dad's cut out of this? And one of them, the one I like better, is like, oh, you can have whatever you want, dad. It's fine. And the other one's like, what do you want? Yes. <laughs> and, and that's, the, that's the correct answer. Like, I like them getting to this point in their life where they're like, nah, son, you're not going to get away with this. What like do you want? 
What do you want? You want me to pay yeah. the uh, the Wi-Fi bill the, and the and the heat bill still? Mm-hmm. Then I think Would you, you can like fork food. Over. Yeah, do you like you can, you can hand over a Twix and some Starburst, kid. Right. Learn about the real world. It's a dad yeah. tax. Fair point. Trust me, you're getting the better end of this deal. I'm paying the gas bill. You're handing me a fun size, inappropriately named. Right. It's not, not that even fun. The big joint. Not even. Yeah, the big they need like yeah. seven of these. Uh, let me pivot to your other expertise. I'm sure you have many expertises, Campy, but um, the James Harden trade. Yes. I am not thinking that's going to be great. What do you think? I think for the regular season, it will be okay for the Clippers just because it gives them like James Harden at this point of his career is an innings eater. He's a guy that you need in the regular season when let's say Paul George or Kawhi Leonard want a night off. He's a guy that can run your offense just fine to be able to get regular season wins. But when you get to the playoffs, I don't think it's great. I think it might've just slightly raised their ceiling just based on who they got rid of for the sake of this year. You got rid of guys that were expiring contracts who were role players at best. But I actually think if anybody's ceiling got a little bit better for this year, I think it's the Sixers. Because now Tyrese Maxey gets to, yeah, well, just because Tyrese Maxey gets to do whatever he wants. You've been talking about him for a long time, Russ. You've been on that for a while. You might have been one of the, like, the early people on that. He, I was the Tyrese Maxey hipster. That makes me very happy. Um, No, like, he's such a good player that was held, like, they had to hold him back to try to fit James into that offense. And now you get the headache of James out there. And this is what like he would do during the playoffs. He would just like drop thirty. It's just like, come on, dog. Like this kid, he's a good kid too. Wants it to work. And I think they they made the right decision for their now and their future. But here's why I don't think it's gonna work for the Clippers. That team's old as hell, man. Mm-hmm. You have Kawhi already thirty two, and and sometimes you think he's like thirty eight because yes. he played fifty four games. <laughs> Uh, yes. Russell Westbrook, 34, James, 34, Paul George, 33, Mason Plumley, 33, Norman Powell's 30 already. Like, you got like one shot. I don't think that team beats the Suns, the Nuggets, the Warriors. They don't. I don't think anybody's beating the Nuggets, out, at least out West. Like, they are, of course, barring any major injury between now and the playoffs, they are like at least a tier better than everybody in the west absolutely everybody they are so that it's not just that they're good it's that like they fully said it's effortlessly good like it's effortless it barely looks like they're trying and they're just boom 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 like they have their style of play down so to such a level that they don't even have to think about it and they just do what they do so like if if they truly care about like maximizing the regular season, they could be a 60 plus win team. I don't think they're going to prioritize it enough, but if they're not the number one seed out West, something went wrong. Yeah. Somebody got hurt probably or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm amazed that James Harden can keep doing this. James Harden is really good and he's going to be a Hall of Famer, but like how many different franchises can James Harden hold hostage? This like, is J- it, man. That's this is quite a bit of uh, of power that he has for being not Kevin Durant or LeBron James. I think it's it's this is it, and you can see that this was it because other than the Clippers, there wasn't nobody really biting on this. People were just like, I don't want that those problems. Houston was just like, Dad, we did this before. We're cool. We got this young <laughs> right. team now, and it was either like 
the Sixers and you weren't going to have them play or L.A. Um, and so I, I think for James, this is like, damn, nobody wants me to ask out again. That stinks. But it's like you kind of did this to yourself. The low-key biggest risk. People who are free agents at the end of the season, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. I don't think it's likely, but in theory, they all could just bolt at the end of this year if this thing fails spectacularly. Those are that's all unrestricted free agency. Their entire team, yeah, pretty much. Wow. Like, because one of the one of the things that was a big storyline coming into the year is the Clippers for once are not just saying yes, Paul, yes, Kawhi, whatever you want, we'll give you maximum money, maximum years, whatever. They're doing a little a little bit of negotiating at least, and neither of them have signed anything yet. So if this thing goes sideways and they're not able to get anything done before the playoffs, let's say. They could have, the Clippers could have made this trade, gone this far in and be gone. Like they could be off the face of the earth going into a brand new building that Steve Ballmer built with nobody. Yeah, but I like that better than committing to guys that you're not sure about. Mm -hmm. Like if you're not really sure about that max deal for Paul George, don't do that. Don't do like the Bulls. This is not apples to apples, but don't do like the Bulls and be like, well, we can't get anyone else. So we're going to pay Zach. Like better to be free and available to get some serious players. I mean, the best players never hit free agency though anymore. That's the problem. Yeah. Like yeah, the they best. Do. Yes, they do. In basketball, mm, not no. anymore. You got you got to get to be a trade. Not to get too minutiae. The collective bargaining agreements changed that a lot to where this off season, sure, Kawhi and Paul George would be the best guys out there. But if they resign, it's like Pascal Siakam, OG Ananobi, like. The last yeah. like true free agency binge was uh, KD and Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the your Giannis's and guys like that don't reach free agency. I'm signing the Supermax, and if I'm disgruntled, I'll ask for a trade out of here. Which is kind of its own form of free agency, as we just saw with James sure. Harden. 100%. Let's get to the real news here. Russ, a 41-year-old man in Polk County, Florida, named Johnny Yates, and you'll need to remember that name. That's his name, Johnny Yates, uh, was unable to hide from Florida sheriffs, Florida police, but boy, he tried very hard. Uh, He was wanted for aggravated battery, false imprisonment, and tampering. So when the Polk County sheriffs came looking for him and arrived at his house, they were immediately greeted by a dry erase board that had written on it, Johnny Yates does not live here. Okay, okay. Did not deter them. Uh, After about 90 minutes of trying to get people to come out, you know, voluntarily, uh, they threw a smoke bomb in. Four people came out, none of them Johnny Yates. So maybe Johnny Yates doesn't live here. Throw another smoke bomb in, nobody comes out. So they finally go in with the dogs, and there they find Johnny Yates hiding behind a dresser. He does live there. Are you familiar with DiGiorno, the frozen pizza? Yeah, it's not delivery. It's DiGiorno. Very good. Do you do ads for them? Because you sound like you do. That was <laughs> well, very They very want to sponsor the show. Yeah. Uh, I'm more of a Tombstone guy or a Jewel, whatever the Jewels brand is, Signature. Those are pretty good. The G- Jacks 10 for 10. Yeah. You put them on the grill. 
Oh my God. Ten for for ten. Let me tell you, let me tell you about the Jacks 10 for 10. My our parents would send us over to grandma's house, SEHB. Shout out to grandma. Yeah. Um would send us to my grandma's house with the Jacks 10 for 10 pizzas. Now, as a kid, you don't care. Pizza's pizza. And then you grow up, you're like, these are the worst freaking pizzas on the face of the earth. Then you grow into your home run-ins, et cetera, et, yeah. et cetera. I buy them to put on the grill. You put you can put like a frozen Jack's pizza on the grill and kind of give it like a like a coal fire oven type flavor. Uh, and the kids don't care. I have kids and I'm not gonna tell them that there's better frozen pizza out there. They'll find that out when they need to find that out. Bad guy. DiGiorno is uh, has released already. By the time you hear this, it will have been out for a few days. The Thanksgiving pizza. It is a frozen pizza with the following: turkey, obviously, gravy, diced sweet potatoes, green beans, cranberries, and the cheese is mozzarella and cheddar. And then it's topped with crispy onions, like what would be on uh, a green bean casserole or something like that at Thanksgiving. This will be available on their website through November twenty second for $11.23. Are you in on the DiGiorno Thanksgiving pizza? I'm out. Campy? Hell no. Okay. Okay. Russ, when, you're, when no. you're criticizing my sandwich choice as being too dry, that's what I'm picturing this being. You're putting yeah. sweet potatoes on top of this and turkey is really dense. Like, how are you going to eat more than a piece of this? I don't know, but good luck to that person. And their stomach. Well, We'll find out if it's a seller. And finally, Russ, a bear in Aspen, Colorado, this is from the Associated Press, is a fugitive from the law after breaking into a hotel kitchen. That's the kitchen you want to break into. This yeah. bear is going to be regarded as like a yeah. genius in the bear. Don't break into somebody's house. Do you have any idea like what a, what a roll of the dice that is? If you break into my dad's house right now, in the and you go into his fridge, you're gonna find like eggs, bacon, and beer, and that's it. Yeah. Condiments. There's not a lot there. You break into a hotel kitchen though, and you're a bear. I mean, you could just live there. You would never have to leave. Barricade yourself in there. No pun intended. Uh, an employee at the St. Regis Resort in Aspen. So I think that's a Marriott property, Russ. You could stay mm-hmm. there sometime. Mm-hmm. Uh, stumbled upon the bear in the kitchen. I guess the employee was going into the kitchen to get something at about 11 o'clock at night. So that's quite a scare. You go into the kitchen thinking, I'm just going to go grab a guest, some guest needed needed whatever, or I'm hungry or whatever. I'm going to go sneak into the kitchen and grab something. And there's an actual bear in there. Uh, the bear didn't like being intruded upon by a human while it was helping itself to these snacks and turned around and attacked the hotel employee, knocked that person on their back. They're okay. They were released from the hospital the next day with just some scratches on their back said which i'm guessing is more than scratches when it comes from a bear i don't think bears just like scratch you no they got up in there yeah i think they're gonna get deep into the meat when they claw you in the back honestly but honestly yo yes but it's not the worst thing like it could have took that person's face off yeah i'll take the scratches i'll take i'm gonna say 10 out of 10 like the, the associated press story says scratches i'm gonna go more likely with gashes but I'll take the gashes. I'll take yes. gashes to the back over the bear eats my head off of my body. That sounds better. Mm-hmm. Or rips off my arm and beats me with it. You know, whatever bears do. Uh, do we have a new bear- favorite for Fat Bear Week? Like, is this an early front runner for next year's Fat Bear Week winner? I know that's a thing. 
I, well, we that's in Alaska, I think, right? Isn't let's that only get, in Alaska? Let's not get into the details. Fat okay. All right. Week. Well, it's, it's it's fat bear in training. Yes. We'll say. Uh, the bear got away easily, defeated his, <laughs> his human uh, counterpart, the security guard, got away. And uh, wildlife officers thought they saw the bear the next day, but said they were not able to tranquilize it and capture it because of, quote, public safety concerns. So I'm not sure the details on what that means. Maybe too many people around. Uh, they didn't want the bear to react or something like that. So the bear remains at large and a hero in its community. That's the news. All right. Uh, that is a great day for the bear. Great day for the bear. For sure. For sure. It's um, like he got he got like a snack. He got some food and he went to the gym, like kind of beat up a human. Yeah, worked out a little bit. Yeah. And then, you know, on about his life. Let the streets know he's still about that action. For sure. <laughs> there you go. I don't know about you guys, but hearing Carl Lewis rendition of the national anthem made my day one but like even better. Like it was a good uh -oh. day, but that uh oh. Uh oh. Oh man. What a what a time. In front of Michael Jordan, he did that. In front of Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Um, we'd like to thank everybody out there for listening to this week's edition of Sports Adjacent, as always. Uh I don't like including Tone when he's not here. Sports Jason is sponsored by Sheets and Giggles. He just had a baby. Yeah, cool. Good for him. He needs the money. <laughs> yeah, well, he can get it when he comes back working here. Jason. Yeah, he doesn't need it that bad, apparently. Yeah, I can give it out handouts to Tone, but not your own children. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Bad guy. <laughs> Sports and Jason is presented by Sheets and Giggles. Go to sheetsandgigglescom forward slash SA. Get 23% off your next purchase uh, using promo code SPORTS. That is promo code Sports for the softest sheets on the market, sheetsgiggles.com forward slash SA promo code sports. We're also brought to you by BetMGM. Get the BetMGM app, and you can place a bet up to $1,500 and get your money back. If you don't win, get that back on site credit by using promo code adjacent1000. That is adjacent1000. BetMGM, the king of sports books. Gentlemen, anything else before we let the fine folks go? I don't think I want the uh, Thanksgiving pizza. I don't think I, I think almost everything that they're putting on there. I don't want. I don't want sweet potatoes or turkey or cranberry. I don't want green beans on a pizza. I'll eat What's some like, green beans, but I don't. I don't want that on my pizza. Frozen cheese on there. Yeah. Yeah. Your stomach. I'll going. just have the real Thanksgiving food. And if there's leftovers, I'll put the parts of it that I like on a pizza. Maybe. Your stomach is gonna be going. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> we will catch you guys next week thanks for listening to Sports Adjacent with Jason Leisure and Russell Dorsey be sure to download, subscribe and give the podcast 5 stars you can check out the latest episode of Sports Adjacent on all digital streaming platforms I'm very much adjacent for a couple hours I thought I was hood but then all that happened I was like you know what James you adjacent to the mother Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.